Hi, you've tuned into 15 Minutes with Alex, and this is episode five, mm -hmm. Worst Trips Ever, story time with me and Nick. Hope you enjoy. Oh, that's nice music. Oh, where are you going, Marjorie? <laughs> These are videos about Zhongzi. Um, it's a very hard question. Yeah. I'm Why trying, are you looking up Zhang Zhong Yi? Can I say they are all my favorite? I'm trying to see how to pronounce her name. Zhang Zhi Yi. That sounds good. She was the star yeah. of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ah. And I wanted to know how to pronounce her name before I tell this story. Oh, what's the, what do we, uh, what do you got lined up for us? Well, um, you know, I was thinking about how I was feeling a little sadness about the idea of never seeing the world again, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. due to COVID, like if that were to happen, like you could never travel again mm -hmm. and all of the beautiful family trips we've taken. Yeah. And, and now we're cooped up in this house. We're, lo we're lucky to have a big house. Oh, yeah. Really. We're totally, you know, whatever you want to call it, lucky, privileged, um, and, you know, so privileged that we were able to take all these beautiful family trips and see the world. Well, at least parts of the world. There's plenty more world to be seen that we have not yet seen. But then to make myself feel better, or I guess you were trying to make me feel better and you were thinking of the worst, you know, you were saying, what's the worst trip I've ever taken? What's the worst trip you've ever taken? Uh, well, I was thinking about this because, yeah, we talked about doing this. That's right. The worst trip. Um, so when I was like 12 years old, my father had to go to the Dominican Republic on business of some sort. He was like trying to set something up. And for whatever reason, I'm not, I'm, I think I would imagine it was my mom's idea because my mother did also love to travel. And I, um, she decided or they decided together we would all go with on this business trip with my father and it's weird because it you've never spoken about the dominican republic you know i know it was not it was like i said it was the war i did it was the worst trip i ever took and it was not memorable other than for being the worst trip um we my father like for some reason was like looking into like bagasse which i think which is like basically if you if you take a palm tree and chip it, you get this stuff. You mean like, like a something that you would make a product with, yeah, like that he could chips. use for his and factory? The, I, yes, and they can they can compress these wood chips and make door like doors huh. and stuff like that out of them. Anyway, so we went down there, and my mom planned the whole trip. She went. This was back in the days when there were travel agencies, and she booked all these like nice hotels mm. and and uh, I uh, love travel agencies. rental cars. But um, anyway, that was horrible because first of all, they lost our luggage. Um, we and my parents had checked all their luggage, so we had no oh, luggage. God. Then we went. We went to the hotel. Um, famously, we would we would repeat this in my family as a joke that they, they would they said to her that, um, "Lady, your vouchers are no good." Like, cause she had these travel. <laughs> I've heard you guys say that. Travel vouchers from the travel agency. Yeah. So they wouldn't. We couldn't stay at the nice hotel. We had to like find budget lodging because they wouldn't accept our vouchers and my mother was really um, upset about it obviously and my father probably too <laughs> but so then we just spent the whole time driving to industrial parks and then <laughs> back and forth to the airport to try to find our luggage and like the entire every single no. day of the week that we were there just like 
a quick like visit to like the minister of of, uh, of commerce no. who would be like strangely like smoking cigarettes at his desk and like wondering why this man had his wife no. and children with him. And you never even like went to the ocean because you guys didn't swim. You didn't know how to no, swim. No, we didn't go to the ocean and it, we didn't even like, there was not even a pool. Your mom was scared of the ocean. It was just... Um, like I said, uh, industrial oh parks God. and trips to the airport. And it was a long drive out to the airport. So, that's awful. And we had to take taxis because we had no rental car. And I think that's why we had to go with my dad because we didn't have a way to get to the airport, just like my mother and I. That's a nightmare. I actually have a recurring nightmare where I'm in an incredible, beautiful place like that and I never get to the beach or to the water and there's constant struggle. And then somehow it's like I'm back at the airport and I've never even seen the place. Yeah. So well, what was your worst trip, Alex? Well, it's interesting um that you mentioned that because i guess i did go swimming once on this trip um it was sort of what i call the sailboat trip to hell but it was paradise it was saint bart's and i was getting paid i was working so as most of you listening probably know i'm a yoga teacher by day sometimes by night, Mm -hmm. Um, and I taught for a few, I guess I'd been teaching him for a few years, the famous hotelier, Andre Balazs, 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 I'm trying to say it in the Hungarian way, Andre Balazs. But it's spelled like Balazs. Balazs, Balazs. Balazs. Andre, and you know, he's like, been with Uma Thurman, whom I also coincidentally used to, well, a couple of times taught privates to in Woodstock. He's been with Chelsea Handler. You know, he gets some hot ladies. He's very charming. He would hire me in to teach him in his beautiful mansion on the Hudson River near Rhinebeck and treat me quite well with, serve me freshly poured fresh coconut milk and light a fire in winter once in a blue moon uma would be there he wasn't with her the whole time i taught her privates and then taught him yeah, privates i just remember i remember we got we bought our first or and our only we still drive it today prius mm-hmm. and i remember you telling me about how you told him about the prius and how i would try to <laughs> drive slowly like so it would only be in electric mode yeah and, yeah <laughs> and, yeah and he thought that was the crazy yeah he was interested in that then he, he invited us for dinner as well we had dinner with him he was i'm gonna say very seductive and i that found I him remember. charming i don't think you took yeah you dinner. definitely did there was another couple we went to his place i remember it very well huh i don't remember that at all well he was definitely flirting with me and i'll say that that's part of the theme of the story because i wasn't offended by it i was he wasn't I was flirting with me. No, he definitely wasn't flirting with you. Although I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a problem if he was. I mean, he might be fluid. I don't know. But he was, you know, would tell me how beautiful I was. And, oh, the ha- I gave a lot of hands on at that time. So he would wear these, like, low-slung tie pants where you could see the little, like, muscle lines of his belly towards his dick kind of hanging low, you know, you with no not, shirt. I never do not remember hearing any of these details. Really? The time. That's interesting. Yeah. You, there might be some more you haven't heard, but I don't think so. And, um, and he, you know, wanted to know about my family and seemed really interested in me, um, 
as a person, not just a teacher, but also would try, you know, basically acted like I was some kind of genius yoga teacher, which maybe he truly did think. And to this day, I still think he was nice to me. And you um, are, in fact, a genius Yes, and I am, in fact, a genius teacher. And some, we would swim in his pool sometimes afterwards. And there was a couple of times where I'd say maybe his hand like lingered on my leg, my lower what? leg a little bit. What? You never It's hard to say. Like it's hard to say. So, like, it's, well, it's very... Why would be anywhere on your uh, Well, you're swimming, you know what I mean? So like you swim by and he's what? like, oh, hi. Or like you're swimming up to the edge of the pool when, and the servant is giving you the coconut water, you know? And sometimes... Uh, this does not in any way sound familiar to me hmm. as an experience, but okay. Well, that's what happened. So no, now one other time a client, a, you know, a student of mine did that and he was a disgusting man, you know, that guy Lindsay from Rhinebeck, and I quit him right away. I found it absolutely repulsive. That was the only other time I feel that I was sort of, that was, that's what I would call sexual harassment, what uh, he did. And I never spoke to him again. Because he had it the was servants sort of interesting. and the coconut water. Yeah, 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 I was interested. And the sinewy muscles, mm -hmm. that was not sexual. Yeah, it seemed, he seemed more charming. Okay. He's definitely like Euro trashy. You know, he's got way too white teeth. It looks like he's wearing caps over his teeth. And, um, but there is something charming about him. Um, so it reminds me of my whole anus bleaching fanat uh, fiasco. You mean when you were trying to get more Euro trashy? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I didn't like that. Bad, um, badly burnt. No. Um, so he suggested I be the private yoga teacher for his yearly trip to St. Bart's on a sailboat. And, you know, with these kind of rich people where I'm you know, there in the position of power, those were the words that would be used now, I wouldn't have used that word back then, and which I was very used to teaching, and usually I was sort of friendly with these people, and they recognized that I had this certain standing in the art world because of my family, but I also was, you know, the yoga teacher servant, so it was a straight, you know, I was straddling different personas and mm -hmm. positions in this world, I think, as you're well familiar mm -hmm. with, Nick. What are you um, suggesting? <laughs> but with him, I knew that it was going to be hard to pin him down. Like, am I getting paid? How much am I getting paid? When are we leaving? Where are the fucking plane tickets? You know, it's all like, yes, darling, we'll go to St. Bart's for New Year's. But meanwhile, we had, you know, I think Louis was like four years old and our first kid. And you got it. You know, you want to know how much money you're making, when you're leaving, when you're returning. So... To know, to know if you want to go or not. Yeah, exactly. If it's worth going. Of course, I was excited to also see St. Bart's and be on a sailboat and, you know. Not, I'm not, not for free. Not, well, yeah, not for free. If I was single, I would have gone for free maybe, you know. Yeah. I don't mean single to like have sex with them. I'm just saying if I was single and I wasn't sure what was going on, I might have gone on the trip anyways just because it sounded fun, you know, mm. or interesting, an interesting experience. Right. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. Like a paid trip to St. Bart's. I've always wanted to see it. Like you hear about St. Bart's all the time. It's, and I've never been on a sailboat. Like this is, you know, those things you hear about that maybe seem interesting. So I'm just saying it's possible I might have done it without having the details set if I didn't have a family. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But we needed to bring home the bacon fried up in a pan. And never, never let you forget you're a man because I'm a woman. Angelique. Angelique. Yeah, it's my favorite commercial from the 80s. Sorry, anyway, it's a little late there. That's okay. Um, so Nick was like, all right, you got to make sure you get the cash, the dough. Like, this is how much we need to make. <laughs> and, uh, and so basically if you didn't have a yoga pimp, you would have gone for free. Exactly. Exactly. If I didn't have you. So I think we, I'll say we, I was doing the talking and it's hard for me to do this. I'm not good at, as you know, creating boundaries or asking for money. I 
think I arranged, I want to say anywhere between four, 400 a day. Is that possible? I have no idea. I, it was something that felt very lucrative and exciting. And it was supposed to be like three days, I think. And um, so skipping ahead had worked. He, but it was very hard to secure the tickets to see how he was buying them when I was leaving. Finally, it all got settled, settled on the money. Um, I, you know, I get all tidied up. I think I like waxed my bikini line and got a haircut and got some nice bikini, like, you know, bathing suits. I never, I never ever remove hair, but I did for St. Bart's. And I knew there was other people on the boat. Okay. And some of the people I knew through the New York scene. So there was, um, Marco Brambilla or Brambula. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Brambilla, some artist who was, who's good friends with, a very good friend of ours who passed, Maria, and um, and he was Andre, one of Andre's best friends. I don't know. He had some video in the elevators at the Standard Hotel. Andre owns the Standard, and then a very big, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, gallery owner guy, Jay Jopling, who at the time was going out. Now Jay Jopling was married to a very famous woman artist whose name I also forgot. You'll have to look it up, Taylor or something or other, and. Now, and he was, I would say, in his oh, 50s. Oh, Lily Taylor. Well, no, he, no, he was we, going out with a famous woman his age, but then he divorced her, and, I mean, he was married to a famous woman his age, and when we were on the boat, he was going out with the famous pop singer, not Lily Taylor, that's the actress Lily... Um, something. Anyway, uh, right. Okay, yeah, so and Lily, she was, you know, almost British a teenager. Yeah, star. British pop star. Was she there? Um, no, well, she was meeting, but then, well, I don't want to go to... Lily Allen, Lily Allen. Uh, I don't want to skip too far ahead. I never got to I meet her. I guess she's already done. I haven't heard her about her. In a while. Well, she's pregnant now. She's not done. But okay. Good. Yeah, but um, so <laughs> she uh, okay. So Jay Jobling, Marco, and James Truman, who I think at the time was the head of Condé Nast, big guy in the publishing magazine world. Um, and oh, I didn't this, know so this. This is like a, a really a fine set of of, of people. Like the well, creme de la creme. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, a, former Condé Nast editorial director James Truman. A royal flush. A royal of flush. Neoliberal uh, big cats. Exactly, and it was meant supposedly. I didn't know this, but to, it's usually a boys trip. But Andre decided to bring this yoga teacher on, me. Right. And I didn't know this, that it was meant to be a boys trip. Now, um, James Truman was also recently engaged at the time um, to a woman who I really like. Um, and I'll get to that. But So there was one other woman on the boat, but yeah. she was you know, a peer of the others, and I was the wasn't this hired Lily servant. Al wasn't Lily Allen also on the boat? No, she wasn't. Uh, he was going to meet, oh, she was going to meet James Truman. She was okay. quite famous right. at the time. Sorry. Yeah, right. so we've okay. got the cast of yes. characters. Mostly okay. man, one other woman. Yep. So I arrive at the, you, you, you fly into this other town, I can't remember, and it actually was a little bit distressing because that nobody was to be seen. It took me quite a while to figure out how to get to the dinghy that then brought us to the sailboat. And so it was a little bit nerve-wracking because I was like, is anyone even meeting me here? I get to the sailboat finally, and everyone's perfectly, perfectly pleasant. And it's this, I guess, a famous trip, which I didn't know at the time. You have to sail from the town you fly into. I forgot mm -hmm. what it's called. St. Martin, I think. Uh -huh. 
to out, you know, just the waters just outside of St. Bart, the island. And it was a harrowing trip. Now, I didn't know that this was normal, but it was very choppy. I've never been on a sailboat before. Right. And everybody was puking. All the men were puking. I was like about to be, I could barely, like I went to the bathroom and I was violently thrown from side to side. I was, I didn't know if we were about to sink and I was about to die. And no one said, oh, this is a normal sailboat thing that happens sometimes. Right. Well, maybe it is or maybe it isn't. Yeah, I guess. I've never been on a sailboat. I know. I still actually don't know if it was normal or not. Um, so we arrive at the location. I felt like maybe a couple of hours, maybe it was just an hour. I don't know how long it takes to, to do this from St. Martin to St. Bart's. And we, we put the anchor in and everyone is in a grumpy mood because they've been puking and I'm recovering. I'm very sensitive to the waters, although I didn't puke. And all, but then things start moving very fast and all of a sudden another boat zooms up and on the boat is um, this famous fashion photographer who was married to Elle McPherson, I want to say like Gilles Ben-Simon or something, uh -huh. Gilles Benson, and, and the actress, who's why, this is why I was looking up her name, the star of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Jean Rie. Uh -huh. And um, I was totally starstruck That's, and stunned. Is that the younger uh, actress? Yes, from yes. The, or the old? The younger one, the younger oh, one. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I was like, whoa, okay, interesting. And they all come up on the boat, you know, champagne is open, dinner. Um, right away, I'm turned off by Jay Jopling. I'm just finding him to be very unbearable. He's very arrogant. Um, almost like romantic comedy if you're watching one of those movies with like an arrogant dude who's a very dismissive uh -huh. and um and I have this strange feeling like I'm trying to connect and like act like I do you know when I would work for Annie Leibovitz and we'd hang out with that group all the time like you know right. we're just be myself but I'm entertaining generally people find right. me pleasant and to so be did around. did you guys do the yoga at that point? No no yoga was mentioned well I mean it was nighttime we, oh. we didn't get to, we this is all at night. Oh okay. So we arrive outside of St. Bart's at night you know have the wine the dinner it's unsure where I'm sleeping. I don't really have a bedroom. And I remember Andre mentioning this, and I was like, I can sleep on the couch, you know? Right. Oh, I forgot this. So he had met someone who worked at Sotheby's, one of those ladies, you know? And it brought her with him. I just forgot. Right. And, and so she was also on the boat, and it was a new girlfriend, so it was weird, right. you know? So I think now Andre didn't really want me anymore. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I think I was meant to be sort of his companion, his yoga companion, right. you know? Right, okay. So now he has this other woman. Woman, and I just definitely felt like no one really wanted me there, but I was trying, like, I got along actually quite well with Jean Rihi. Uh -huh. And, um, and so it's a little awkward, it's weird. I, I can sense Jay Jopling doesn't like me. I try to kind of mention Cindy Sherman because I'm like, maybe he'll think I'm interesting if he knows my stepmother, Cindy Sherman. Right. But it, I don't know. I couldn't tell if he even listened. He was he. Right. I was not of interest to him at all, right. and that also irritated me. So I, he didn't see you as the guru no. teacher. He saw you as the servant for which he had no use. Yeah, and I didn't want to be seen as a guru teacher. I more wanted to be seen as just an interesting character that you could hang out with and chat right. with. You know, I'd never been so dismissed like that by right. some people. You right. know, um, so. I slept on the couch in the main living room, and it was a little weird. And I can't remember, is Jay Jopling British? Yeah. So it's the British 
the caste system. Yes, it was so very the, caste system yeah, he feeling. Saw you as the lower class. Yes, and had no interest. Right. And um, and Marco was also kind of like I had spent lots of time with Marco when we were with Maria, you know, at just dinners, you know, in, uh -huh. in New York. And he it was kind of like Danny in Greece when Sandy arrives at high school and he acts like he doesn't know her. I see. Marco basically acted like he had never seen me before, or didn't know me. Right. And I was kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Like, we've had like lots of intimate dinners together. Right. You yes. know? So he didn't want to be, he didn't, he saw that Jay was yes. treating you as such and so And he, followed suit. Gotcha. And there was some jokes between them like, well, this was supposed to be a boy's trip uh, mm -hmm. that Andre, but I guess he wanted to do yoga or something. And, but, huh. right. and um, so then the next morning comes and it's definitely Andre now also seems like Danny from Greece. He does not care about me, doesn't want to. Look, I mean, yoga's not mentioned. There's really nowhere to do yoga. It would be very difficult to do right. yoga on the boat. And he's like, let's go for a swim. You know, and he's into that like 1940s nude, you know, when you're like, people, there's those photographs of like people nude doing gymnastics in the 40s who are all fit. Right. There's like some name for that, you know, like black and white photos of naked people in the 40s. Don't it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, um, fitness, a movement, like a fitness movement. Photography yeah. Movement. Mm -hmm. So he jumps Black into the water right. naked. I take a swim. I can't remember whether I was naked or not. We take a little swim. That was my only swim in the ocean. And, um, then, uh, they're like, we're going to go into town for a bit. And they sort and they just kind of leave me behind. And I'm just alone. It's, I'm alone on the boat and it's very weird and no one invites me to go along. And so I'm like, hmm, interesting. Well, it's fine. Like I've got this, it seems nice to be on the sailboat, but I'm definitely feeling rejected and hurt. And all of a sudden, Zhang Ji um, comes up and she's like, where is everybody? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess they went to town. She's like, you want to come with me and get on the boat? I'm going to go visit my friend, um, Wendy. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So I get on the boat, it's just me and her. And then we fucking arrive at this massive yacht and we climb up onto it and she introduces me to Wendy and Wendy's Chinese and she's Chinese and they, they're speaking in Chinese and I'm like, she looks familiar. Wendy looks familiar. It was a, what kind, it was a big boat? A massive boat, massive, like bigger than our house, way bigger. And we, Wendy starts giving us a tour. I still don't know who she is totally. Right. And she takes me into her closet, her shoe closet on the boat and the shoe closet is like as big as our bedroom. And then they speak very quickly in Chinese to the chef and they get really excited. And they're like, oh, we're, it, Wendy hired a Chinese chef and he's the only person that can make the special omelet that we eat in our, where we are from in China and we're getting it now. I'm so excited to have it. Then they pull out, we sit down and they're gossiping and excited. I don't understand anything they're saying once in a while, but they're very friendly to me. They, they let, they tell me something in English. And Wendy pulls out a photo book and is like, take a look at this. And it's all photos of Nicole Kidman, makeupless in bathing in a bathing suit, doing exercise on the boat I'm on and eating this Chinese omelet and swimming around. And I'm just, you know, I love those kind of things, like right. candid photos of, of celebrities. Right. So I was just in heaven. I was like right. almost coming. I was like, oh my God, picture after picture of Nicole. Like, So you were looking at the pictures while they were then just having their own conversation. Yeah, they yeah. just gave you the picture book to like... Yeah. Yeah, they're like, give the dog a little treat, you know? <laughs> Did you do yoga with them? Oh, God, no, no. But she's like, we should do yoga sometime. And I'm like, definitely. Great. Um, now we, I can do yoga on this yacht. There's plenty of room. I can teach yoga and I'll impress Wendy. And then I turn the page of the, 
of the photo album and I see Nicole with a pretty maxi dress on and her arms are around a guy who looks super familiar and I suddenly realize it's Wendy Murdoch that I'm sitting next to and it's Rupert Murdoch in the photo with Nicole with her arms around and I'm on fucking Rupert Murdoch's boat. And I was like, oh, duh, of course, okay. And it's so crazy because normally I would have been horrified to be on Rupert, you know, to be... Right. You might get hit with like a nuclear weapon or something. Yeah, I was like, he's everything, he stands for everything I'm against. But all of a sudden it felt like the most cozy, beautiful place to be compared to the awful, cold misogyny of the fucking sailboat with my supposed peers. I mean, not really my peers, but you know, the supposed people of a common social group I hang out with in Manhattan on the on the sailboat. Those guys were like total fuckheads. All right, but this so-called worst trip ever i have to say is looking pretty good well this, this is only like the first couple hours of the first morning and the whole trip only lasted 24 hours so i get back on the dinghy to head back towards the sailboat from hell unless you didn't get to do yoga with with well no they want they were like we'll do it later we'll do it tomorrow like we'll okay. meet you on the beach and i was like great 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 in my mind it's going to be all lovely but i am dreading i feel a sense of dread as i head back to the little sailboat and I guess we'll have to find out yes. what happens next. We're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so to be continued. You'll have to tune into episode, I think it'll be five, when you hear the rest of the Sailboat from Hell story. Ciao.